0: and welcome everybody. Um, today we are going to talk about um, the environment again, but in this episode we are going to discuss um, things we can do as individuals to um, protect the environment and to be more environmentally friendly. Um, and I'm Anna from Hungary.
1: I'm Gabriela from Bosnia.
0: And Igor from Poland. And we have Haj from India. Um, Okay, cool, question, like a bit, I have an icebreaker, Um, do you consider environmentalism in your daily choices, Um, or is it something that just comes up eventually sometimes, Um, so yeah, how important is it for you guys?
2: I usually also try to be, you know, as environmentally friendly as you can be, Uh, I think it's uh, kind of, I've been taught from being a uh, kid that you should uh, save water and electricity and it turns out that now that i'm almost an adult i I think i uh, I, I try to save it the most out of, out of all of us in the house because i always go around the house and uh, try to uh, you know make sure that every tab is turned off that uh, there's uh, the light is turned off if nobody's in the room and <laughs> I'm the person that goes around the house and, uh, you know, make sure that uh, we uh, kind of, you know, we don't waste resources if we don't need to. So I I, I like to think that uh, I'm environmentally friendly and uh, well, at least in some way, some capacity.
0: great um for me it's interesting because as you mentioned there were some things i learned from a very young age like turning off the lights and the taps Um, but there were some things that came to my life in recent years so i try to um, implement those in my daily decisions and also influence my family (laughs) to be more green-minded kind of so yeah i think it's um, um improvement
3: and improving um, day by day. Yeah, like my college is just 10 minutes away. Uh, as a like, from, if I go by walking, then why, don't, why do, do I choose bike riding or something like that or by car? That's why I just prefer go to, for walking nearby distances. That would be great. And at least uh, we should avoid, uh, like if we are going so far away distances, then we should avoid w- at least one once in a week that you should go for uh, with a bus or some any kind of public transport uh, rather than using your own vehicle
0: um transportation is also a big part of my decisions um even though i just recently got my driver's license so now i will soon be able to drive a car like legally um but yeah one i don't have a car and two um i prefer using my bike but also Luckily public transportation is quite good in Hungarian cities and uh, inter like intercities, so it's still good to travel to a different city or town by bus, and uh, you don't have to take your car to get there. Ok, so how about shopping? Um, what environmental choices do you make when shopping and yeah, what are your um, habits? In this area of life
2: say that um, biggest part of my choices uh, when buying something uh, especially if it's food uh, is making sure that uh, the container is biodegradable because uh, i mean i feel like not only is it uh, environmentally friendly but it's also more convenient because i've noticed that uh, you know the biodegradable containers are usually much easier to To utilize, to kind of get rid of, you can fold them. You can, uh, you know, they're more more compact. You can uh, get, you can dispose of them in easier ways. So, and see why we wouldn't, we shouldn't do something like
1: this. The thing that I do is choosing a tote bag instead of a plastic bag when going to a shop, um, so that I don't have to buy one, and also when picking up like uh, t- uh, different vegetables or fruits, I don't pick the smaller plastic bags and I just carry them around, which looks quite funny, but I do the environment <laughs> and I'm trying to force my mom to do the same. Um, but when it comes to packaging, it's quite hard here in Lithuania because um, choosing uh, things that are packed in plastic is not okay, uh, but uh, like, the other things that are packed in, uh, like uh, paper, uh, the paper is usually also covered in plastic, uh, which cannot be recycled. So I always am like between two choices: should I just, uh, you know, use plastic, which can be recycled, or use uh, paper, which is which seems better, but it it cannot be recycled. So I'm lost between those choices and. I can't see a lot of uh, like products that would be in biodegradable packages um, and we also don't have a zero-waste shop in my town so that's also not an option.
3: What I'm seeing here now these days that people are carrying their own uh, clothes bag. In fact, I also carry a, a kind of clothes bag whenever I go to shopping. And uh, the best thing I've saw for, uh, from a few months that uh, like McDonald's or Burger King kind of companies, they are uh, selling their cold drinks with uh, 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 that paper straw and not that plastic straw. Even the cups are coming in the uh, paper.
0: That sounds like a big change. And I do the same with fruits and veggies. Like I just put some random stuff in my basket and then put all of them on the tray and so well the cashiers aren't really happy with me <laughs> because they have to weigh them individually like two apples and then like three oranges and stuff but like hey it's okay to be slower and weigh them individually then use like three plastic bags for why. so yeah i do the same thing also i use my backpack mostly because i go like doing a big grocery shopping once a week so it's easier to carry other stuff on my back than in different tote bags. Yeah. Shopping clothes or like yeah clothing items.
1: Like ninety percent of my wardrobe is drifted and we have a lot of secondhand shops in Lithuania, especially in small towns. Uh, and I'm from small towns so I have plenty of options to go around these shops and buy something um but generally i haven't been uh shopping that much even in the secondhand shops uh i just feel like i have enough clothes and i can like discover them again and think of new outfits and instead of buying new ones just remember that i have a full wardrobe of clothes same here like uh
0: I don't know, two, three years ago, I really stopped buying um, things in fast fashion shops and also I really uh, cut down on shopping basically anywhere because I have a full wardrobe full of clothes so I buy something when I really need it or when I feel like I need it but don't just go and spend my money on stuff because I'm a broccoli student so <laughs> who has the money to spend on clothes but yeah. Also it's super cool that you have thrift stores or like secondhand shops in small towns because in hungary i feel like they are in big cities and then not so much in small towns so in small towns you have to go into a bigger city to even have any kind of shops
2: uh, i'll say that <clears throat> i also don't really uh, shop much for clothes uh, because i i feel like i don't need them i have uh, you know just uh, what i need i don't need uh, a full wardrobe of clothes because uh, well i i don't i'm not going to probably work through all of them i'm the type of person that you know when you have a choice of like 20 things i'll pick five favorites and i'll just wear them (laughs) you know uh, one after another and when one of them is uh dirty i just uh you know clean it and then start wearing another thing. And when I get bored of those five things, I just exchange them for another five things. Uh, But also I didn't really ever have any need kind of to go shopping because I have um, quite a lot of relatives, uh, like, uh, you know, road and usually when it's like Christmas or uh, my birthday, they usually just don't, they don't ask me what kind of <laughs> present would I want. They just send me like, uh, you know, three pairs of t-shirts or like some new trousers or, or socks. So <laughs> every uh, year I kind of get Uh, for Christmas and for a birthday uh, new sets of clothes and they're really good clothes they kind of they knew they know how they know my taste they know what I would wear so um, I kind of get supplied every year Uh, so I never you know I just go to the clothes store when I really need something but aside from that I'm pretty much set up (laughs)
0: Having many relatives reminded me of hand-me-down clothes because um, I have four boy cousins and two of them are a lot older than me. But when I was younger, um, we always got their clothes. So like I was wearing their old uh, sweatpants, their old sweatshirts, and mostly at home. But I hated it because like those are boys' clothes and I want girls' clothes and stuff. Um, But now they have, um, one has a wife and the other has a girlfriend, and so I have nice hand-me-down clothes. (laughs) So yeah, I really enjoy it because like every year I get a big box of clothes and so I can choose. And okay, I like this top, I don't like that one, so I don't have to buy. And I think our taste matches quite well, so yeah, I get nice clothes now. (laughs) But they had to, or
1: they had to grow up for it. We also tend to share clothes between relatives, especially when I was younger. Um, My sister was older than me, so I would inherit her clothes or uh, from my cousins as well. Um, And now that I'm different size than uh, than they are, I usually uh, borrow my mom's or dad's clothes. Um, Yeah, or they just, uh, when they don't want it anymore, they just give it to me and I gladly take it. So uh, the clothes live many lives.
2: See, I also have uh, quite a lot of experience with like handing down clothes, but uh, I I usually I'm not the receiver, I'm the giver, because I'm like, you know, in my uh, age group, I'm kind of the oldest person that i know so uh there's no one really that would be able to give me clothes because uh uh well you know i uh, i'm quite a thin person so uh i usually can't wear like you no know, no normal full grown men adult clothes because they kind of are really saggy on me uh but uh so there isn't really anyone that would you know be similar to me in like uh, body proportions, but my mom's friends all have like younger children. They they are like they start from like two years younger than me, so like complete children. So whenever I would grow out of some clothes, we would always have like a box near uh, my wardrobe that we would stash those clothes, and then my mom would just take them to work and give them to their friends. And so they could take them to their children. And, uh, you know, so it was also a nice way to recycle uh, clothes that I wouldn't be able to fit in anymore.
0: Well, my uh,
3: dad told me that uh, in his generations, when he was uh, in childhood, then he, like, it was a very, very uh, long time period that everyone used, uh, used the, those kind of clothes. Like from generation to generation or kind of like uh, when his cousins, his big cousins are we- wearing uh, those uh, stuff, clothes. Then his big brother is wearing, then he is wearing, and then his small sister is wearing those same clothes. It's like kind of a long chain of clothes. But uh, 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 in my time, like in our generation, we see that it's, it's just one time round. Like if my, sister, my big brother or my big cousin is giving me clothes, then it's kind of like it's very, very... Uh, rough to to give it to someone else so i usually give them to poor people or someone who is working in my house like the maid who is coming for washing clothes and if if she has a child something like that but now i usually wear wear like buying my own clothes because my cousin got big enough and he is not not living near my town or somewhere near me that i get his clothes
0: Yeah, I would also like to amplify the importance of giving clothes to people in it instead of just throwing them out. Like, that's so weird to me when somebody says, oh, I throw out my clothes, or they ask if I throw out clothes, because we never did that in my family and household. So, like, we um, when we grow out of clothes and don't have any relatives to give them, then we put it in the bags and um, bring them to charity, because they are... Usually in good quality, so of course not with holes in them and stuff, we obviously throw those away. But when they are in good quality, then just give them to other people instead of throwing them out.
1: I mostly donate all of my clothes who are still in good condition. Um, And the ones that aren't in that good condition, I don't know if that's like an East European thing, but my dad always like... make clothes out of it to clean the surfaces (laughs) yeah i don't know i just yeah we do that with old um, clothes that can't be used again so
3: i guess this applies to all over the world
1: yes
0: we have a huge box with what i don't know everything and to use them for cleaning we never use all of them we use like two but we have them in a huge bag Uh
2: bucket full of old rags and turn, you know, turn uh, t-shirts that we used to clean. <laughs>
0: um, we talked about drawing, we talked about clothes. So next big group would be, for me, food. So um, I became vegetarian a few years ago and one of the reasons for this was um, environmentalism, among other things. So do you consider the environment when choosing what to eat or what foods to buy?
1: Vegetarian, uh, so I think that's like my biggest income into saving environment. Um, but also I tend to buy foods that are seasonal, uh, to not buy like groceries, uh, like vegetables that are brought from other countries uh, during the winter, uh, like the exotic fruits that don't grow in Lithuania. Um, yeah, I think these are the two main things.
2: It's, uh, you know, strictly a vegetarian, but I avoid eating meat as much as I can. Uh, I didn't really like meat that much as I feel like as, you know, in comparison to other people that I know uh, I usually know everybody was like yeah I want I want this I want that I want some chicken I want some pork and I was like yeah, you know um, just you give me some some potatoes maybe some rice you know maybe maybe some pepper and uh, I, I was I don't know, it's, it's it'll fit me so I really I eat meat sometimes because you know I it's good to get some uh, protein, I feel like, but I I don't really think that eating you know eating too much meat is also unhealthy for you. It's better to if you eat it to eat in small amounts. And I never was a fan of eating too much meat, so I I don't really I I tend to choose things that are, uh, you know that don't have meat. Uh, and also, yes, I also do, or do also choose uh, things that are seasonal. I prefer fresh foods, not frozen foods. Frozen foods usually taste kind of gross. I don't know if it's the case where you live, but usually if you're just, uh, if something's frozen, you throw it out, it's uh, kind of has this strange, you know, taste, like watery kind of. And I don't like that so.
0: Um, fashion seasonal foods for doing. very responsible because i have to admit that i'm not good at uh, shopping seasonal um yeah i could blame it on moving to college and having to cook for myself but yeah i really choose the easiest options so i have don't have to buy too much don't have to spend too much money and i can cook something the easiest but yeah, I always hear that you should buy local and you should buy seasonal. So I I will try my best. And also frozen fruits taste weird. <laughs> like I bought a huge bag and there were like different berries and two were ugh, so gross and I couldn't identify which one and why but yeah, n- not good stuff. <laughs> so
3: like few years back I realized that uh, uh, being a veget- as a being an Indian, you can be proud, proudful of being a vegetarian. Like, I don't know that, uh, it's, it's very kind of, very proud of thing that we can be vegetarian because everyone is vegetarian here. And you, if you are non-vegetarian, then it's like, oh, you are non-vegetarian. Okay. And uh, here's only uh, two dishes comes in non-vegetarian, non-veg, like
2: People your street eat uh, goat or chicken. Uh, to add to what Anna said, uh, that uh, even though you say that uh, by kind of what's easiest to make, I think that's you know that's not really something that's that's bad that we should be ashamed of, because uh, everyone's in a different situation, so so we should make do with what we have. But it's good that you know that you at least. Uh, know like what's good, what's bad. You are conscious. You uh, uh, know what's kind of good for the environment. You can, you don't ignore it. You just oh, don't go for the easier things and say oh no, you know that's that's good. It's everything's all right. There's nothing to worry about. But you know you you know that uh, you know what's good, you know what's bad. But you kind of have to uh, you have to work with what you have to survive that's, you know, that there's
0: nothing bad in that. Oh yeah, thank you. I would like to bring that a bit further and say that um, I've heard it from many places, that for many people, like, they don't have the money to afford these choices, so yeah, it's important to be cautious of the environment and your choices, but definitely everybody's in a different situation, so that's also important. And Getting back to how easy it is to be vegetarian in Hungary or not, Um, two weeks ago or so we went out on a family lunch and um, I came home to my hometown and my parents chose a restaurant. And they told me afterwards that it was so difficult to find a place where there were, like, vegetarian options because, um, like, they couldn't find places that were open on Saturday and had vegetarian choices, and I was so shocked, because it's not so unusual nowadays that people don't eat meat, and yet there were like two options or so. So I was really surprised, because I imagined the situation to be better by now, but it was not.
1: It's exactly the same here, especially in smaller towns. I have been multiple situations where I went to the restaurant hoping that they would have vegetarian options and they didn't or they only had like one and it was not suitable for me, uh, which is really sad. Um, I actually was once in Poland and uh, the restaurant had all options with me. It was so sad because I had a long journey and I wanted to eat and everything wasn't meat. So I think I just picked uh, like fries or something, which was definitely not enough for me, but I had to eat something. Yeah, some restaurants are still like so behind.
2: I'm kind of not surprised that it was hard to find a vegetarian dish in Poland since Polish cuisine is based heavily on meat. I think you know, most of Polish dishes are heavily meat-based, but I uh, I think that from my experience with restaurants in Poland, uh, you know the smaller ones that are kind of more local, they usually are more uh, you know they don't have a lot of vegetarian options. They have a lot of meat in their dishes, but when you go to like uh, a chain restaurant, then usually. When they have like a dish list or like uh, many they usually have uh you know whole sections or like icons that you know oh this dish is vegetarian this dish is vegetarian and there's a lot of them but that's also as i said uh you know it's more relevant more visible in the chain restaurants the like uh single single building single location ones are uh they It's not
0: really a practice that they use. I did have a good experience with Poland, though, because um, we went on a class trip uh, two, three years ago, I'm not sure, sorry, about the timeline of my life, and um, we stayed in the student hostel. And previously the teacher asked asked, um, if anybody was vegetarian or had some allergies, and they were able to get us vegetarian options. And yeah, it was amazing, because we stayed for a few days. And some days the vegetarian options was great, amazing. And then the meat was very, very not that good. So yeah, I I made a good choice. And the others were upset because their meat wasn't properly made.
2: Something I must admit to whenever we are like on a school trip or like on a summer camp, when I see, you know, you can uh, usually just uh, tell the teacher that you're vegetarian and they'll have a vegetarian option prepared for you. And I must say, really often when I saw what the vegetarian students had on their plates was, I thought it was much better than what everyone else got. (laughs) So there were times where I just thought, you know, I'm just going to say that I'm vegetarian (laughs) because I feel like, well, I don't don't know how how does it work exactly. But usually you would think that uh, it's not something really that, uh, you know, this kind of hostels would want because then, you know, you have to prepare a bigger diversity of foods. You have food for, like, a person that has an allergy for that, uh, for, like, uh, for peanuts. You have to have a dish that's for vegetarians. You have to have a dish that's for someone that likes meat. So you think that, you know, that's really inconvenient, but then again, it looks like they kind of put more to more care in the dishes that are for the n- not normal in air uh kind of, you know, uh, diets.
0: Can be worth it for them on the long run, like more people go there with their allergies and stuff, so maybe it's worth it after all. I hope it is because I really want to say change and not just choose fries and and I don't know nothing else. Like that's just quite boring. I want to eat something good when I visit another place. That's our session for today. Um, thank you very much for coming and for listening. And yeah, um, yeah, thanks for coming. And next month we will return with interesting new topics. Um, with love, Z.